Evening, everybody. Thank you for staying with us uh, and hope you enjoyed tonight's presentation of Chico and the Man. Uh, as you can see, kind of an empty house around here. Because mm -hmm. um, uh, Racktime Rob is a late scratch. Uh, he is sick tonight. And uh, that means that I will be sick in two days. That right. He never gets sick. So I was going to say, spoiler alert. Um... Right. That means he. Th this is some Black Plague level stuff going down at the old What's on Joe Mine compound. So glad I could be with you tonight because I may be dead next week. And, Everybody and, be nice to Mike. You may never see him again. All right. I'm wait, uh, we'll wait for Absorbids to prop the skeleton up in my, my little cubby corner over here. But uh, we'll be back with you. Uh, be sure to, to hang around, though, and watch our kick-ass theme sequence. Pull up a chair. Welcome to What's On Joe Mind. I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. We are a fan cast about the world of G.I. Joe. I'd ask how everybody's doing, but you're you're everybody, Mark Mark Weber. I mean, that's nothing new, right? right. Finally, and the show's not all about me yet, but at least it's half about me. So <laughs> You're down to a coin flip. Man, I even broke out the brand new Weber State baseball jersey for tonight's show, but eh, all right, fine. If you're joining us for the first time, Mark Weber is, of course, the, the former head of GI uh, marketing for the G.I. Joe brand at Hasbro. Uh, so wherever you think you're getting your expertise from, mm -hmm. they, they ain't Mark Weber. Mm -hmm. So uh, so you got the, the Weber State going, not Weber State. Weber State. Well, I tell you what, man. One time I drove coast to coast and bought a car in Jersey and drove it home to Oregon. And unbeknownst to me, I drove right by the Weber State campus. And I'm like, I just saw it out the window and I had no money. I was so broke. And I was like, I can't even stop. Because if I go in that bookstore, how do I not drop 200 bucks I don't have? So right. I just gave it a wave and drove on by. For, for everyone at home, that is in Idaho. Mm, right? Utah, I think. Weber State? Pretty sure. I'll pull Hold on. Oh, you I'll do it. Them. You Google it. I did drive by the University of Wyoming. Boy, is that place a hole. Oh my God! Wyoming was a bad state, right? Wyoming, from what I understand, you you um, you almost have to constantly have the wheel turn because the wind just, just <laughs> blows through. I just remember there wasn't wasn't much, and I stopped at two different rest stops where the restrooms themselves were padlocked, and neither of the soda machines were functional. And I drove by a third one, and I was like, "Yeah, screw you, man! I'm not taking call and third strike." I'll keep going. I'll see Utah or Idaho or something better. You are correct. Ogden, Utah. There you go. Ogden, Utah. Damian Lillard, right? And uh, sure. Not much else. But yeah, I, don't know why, I don't know why I would call you out on a place that you had physically been. Well, it was I a long drive. It was a long drive. <laughs> yeah, it may well have been. I think that last day I drove from North Platte, Nebraska, which is dead middle of Nebraska. Uh, home to Bend, Oregon in one day. I got home at like four in the morning. It was ridiculous. It was such a terrible decision, but, eh, you know, 20 years old, 
smarter than everybody else. I'll just power through. Okay. I mean, look, you're only going to have that much adrenaline one time in your life. Yeah, but it would it would so be me to buy a car in Jersey, fly out, drive it home, and then roll it in Oregon, but a hundred miles from home. <laughs> so I'm, I appreciate whoever was looking out for old Uncle Mark that night. Right, but uh, anyways, if you're joining us tonight here on uh, on YouTube, be sure to do all the cool YouTube stuff. Uh, be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel, do all those cool YouTube things. Leave us a big boy comment down below. Share us in all your various social media circles, be it Facebook groups or Reddit pages or or uh, what what do they call them? The Discord servers, as the kids are doing nowadays. Ooh, do all new. stuff. Share that's us. New. We are we are cheap and tawdry. You may share mm -hmm. us. Well, if you're on Facebook with us tonight, be sure to give us some kind of a reaction. Give us a heart. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a little huggy guy. We love little huggy guy because mm -hmm. uh, those are the things that make all the algorithms work over there. Uh, Again, just so long as you're reacting. If we piss you off massively tonight, by all means, react to that with a little angry face. We don't care. Just give us a reaction. So to recap, uh, Joe Colton, baby. Right. Uh, Robert Zeri. Uh, Peter's near death. Black Plague. Uh, Mike Irizarry, crazy schedule change, but powering through it all and still here running the show. That's what we do. To keep me away from the wham button. So, right, right. Seems legit. Wait, I had to delete the wham button. So, seems legit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's been a week around these parts. That's for certain. I I went from from working overnights, and now this week I had to flip to days, or rather, last week I was off for the holiday. It took some vacation time, so I flipped to days so that you know I could actually see my family. And then uh, this week I have a, a certification class these first few days. And then tomorrow I got to go to the class in the morning and then go to work in the evening and work until 8 a.m. It's uh, that's going to be a zombie day for sure, man. Right. I hope they're not expecting a whole lot because uh, I I'll give them everything I have, which will be about 5% of normal capacity. Yeah. That for a 24 hour period, you are approved to answer the phone with what? <laughs> What is it? Go away. <laughs> so, uh, Mark Weber, how it's, was your... It's, your? it's your supervisor, Mike. So, yeah, they know yeah. all. They don't want to. They don't want to talk to me any worse right. than anybody else does. They're they're pretty smart about it. Uh, Mark Weber, what'd you do for your Thanksgiving? Uh, we did the traditional Thanksgiving meal, but that's that's a big hit. Uh, that's my wife did, or her family always did the big traditional Thanksgiving meal. Uh, my son, Derek, he'll eat anything. So he's fine. I'm kind of a picky eater. My daughter, Elizabeth, kind of a picky eater. So we kind of, you know, danced around the meal, had a little bit of everything, but not too much. So there's tons of leftovers that only one person is really going after. So, I mean, uh, you're in the house with a 17 year old boy. Yeah. So that those leftovers are going to last you probably another 12 to 16 hours. Yeah. He'll probably get through it. I think in the in the Weber household, when I was growing up, uh, my mom and dad are divorced. And when my brother went away to college, he's three years older, my mom knew that I wasn't wild on the traditional Thanksgiving meal. And she was tired of cooking it. So one year, when like, like sophomore year of high school, she's like, what do you want? You know, we'll have a meal, but you, it doesn't have to be the, the pilgrim Thanksgiving. And I'm like, how about lasagna? And she's like, done. 
So we did a big lasagna one one year. We had a homemade pizza another year. It was always, you know, a big meal and the same, right. you know, kind of feeling of Thanksgiving. But I'm not tied to turkey. It doesn't have to be turkey for me, but I just go with the flow. You know me. I, you know, I'll be honest. I'm not a huge turkey. Like, I like turkey. Don't get me wrong. But uh, if, if somebody's, if we're doing Thanksgiving with ham some year, I don't care. That's fine. Yeah. It's more like the sides. That's really what I'm in on Thanksgiving for. Stuffing is, I'm a big stuff. I'm like, if it's carbohydrates on a Thanksgiving, I'm in. You're right? in. I'm absolutely in. Sweet potatoes, stuffing, mashed potatoes, uh, that, that corn souffle pudding that you get at some places yeah. uh, that, that my family seems to do really well. I mean, just all that stuff is just that I'll, I'll fill an entire plate of that and forget everything and you know, forget the meats. And, yeah. Can do. When we were in Arizona um, with a bunch of different units of mainly Michelle's family, we would all get together. And I liked that they would give one dish out to every adult, right? You're the green bean casserole. They'll do the turkey, but everybody brought something. And I was always, yo, I'll do the potatoes. Uh, give me the potatoes. And I'd do a 10-pound bag and turn it into this gigantic vat of creamy mashed potatoes. And every year people were like, can't believe you did 10 pounds. Can't believe you did 10 pounds. But I never brought any of that home, man. Let me tell you, 10 pounds of mashed potatoes doesn't go as far as you think when you're feeding like 19 people. No, 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 it's a, uh, it's a quick, it's a, it's a quick, uh, Especially when, you know, somebody's a, a dude in his early 20s. Yeah, it's hard to mess up mess up mashed potatoes too, right? So I, I kind of had the Teflon recipe. Right. It, it's, it's, um, some of them are, are easier to do than, like, some, sometimes you do mashed potatoes better than other times. It, it's, there, there's grades to mashed potatoes, but it's tough to just absolutely screw it up. Yeah, unless, unless you make it too saucy and there's almost no way back from that. Right. Butter and salt are going to fix the whole damn thing anyway. So let's go. Right. I'm experiencing difficulty with our slides. So um, well, that's uh, all right. Work. Slides, slides work. My boy, <laughs> my boy V Hawkmore over there in the, uh, in the uh, comment section, identify himself as team red. I'm digging that. That's right. Ginger thing. There he is. There's V Hawkmore. Welcome to the show, V Hawkmore. That's a new name. I mean, we'd remember yeah. a V Hawkmore if we'd seen and, that. And a redhead. Yeah. You ever it's seen a, a ginger snap? You want to? Right. We were yeah. on that time. That's the I third was... segment where I pick a fight with the honcho. Right. But uh, when it was just mom and me in the late 90s, that's what I said when she asked me. It must be a ginger thing. There you go. Uh, cheapest big spender. Thank you for the, the super chat. Uh, some change to Rob so you can get some soup to eat while pros right, watching prices right on his sick day. Yeah. Uh, let, let's hope he takes the sick day because he's he's the type of guy to wander out there and be patient zero. Yeah. And don't so, do that. No, don't. No, just stay home, Rob. He cares home. so much about all those kids. He wants to get every one of them sick. They did it to him, so it's, it's fair enough. Yeah, that's true. Fair enough. We were. Uh... I was subbing today for a gym class. It was dodgeball day. Yeah. Good game. Uh, Craig Cohan. <laughs> my dad was in Vietnam. Both desert storms helped capture Noriega and a former East Cleveland police officer. He looked like gung ho. I lost him this morning. So we are, uh, we're sorry, Craig Cohan. I'm sorry, Craig. That's a rough day. And that is, that is awful. 
and that that you that on a day that bad that you you think we can cheer you up a little bit i appreciate that that's some faith in us so right, we'll have right. to st- we'll have to step our game up now right your taste is poor but your sentiment is true yeah um but uh yeah we, we thank you so much for for staying with us oh uh, and he says his dad was a redhead you know what he's still a redhead that's what i'm talking about cheapest big spender stay home rob and let mike take care of you mike is not mm. gonna be here right it's probably the best care i can take <laughs> um he he stocked up on soup last week before this all happened so I, there's there's nothing i can add to this to make it any better i'm just gonna be uh over in the corner with my mask on trying not to catch whatever you know deadly crap he's he's flooded the apartment with is it a chewbacca mask it's gonna no no it's just uh it's just black okay like the plague <laughs> um, like like my soul right <laughs> It'll be 40 degrees in Indiana tomorrow. I'm going to have all the windows open. Do you have snow, any snow, even a whisper yet? We got a whisper today. We we had some flakes. We had some some little flurry spittings. Yeah, we had some flakes too, but now they all have their own podcast. Hey! Right. Look, I mean, can't be mad at it because we used to tell people uh, when they would complain to us that we, we looked forward to seeing their rebuttal on their show. Uh, and now they all they will all went and got shows. There you go. So, uh, yeah, fair enough. So, uh, what do you say? It's just the two of us. We managed to waste almost fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get in the community calendar. Which intro do I like today? The good one. Uh, or or I could give everybody a new one. The new one. That's what I meant. G.I. Joe has a disproportionate amount of red-headed soldiers, and I'm Raptor. We have a high production budget. <laughs> so the for those who scoring at home, the uh, the debut of Lady Joe, <laughs> very nice, and oh. ba- Batman as a Force Ghost, I think, I, something like that, maybe. <laughs> I, again, I I like the casting of uh, of Joe Colton as Lady J because she'll be the first to tell you it's the one GI Joe costume she's never done. Right, too easy, I think. <laughs> I She's think like, so. eh. it's like whatever. Yeah, just basically a hat and one button too far, and boom, Lady J. You need a green jumpsuit for somebody six foot six, and Joe Colton is Lady J. There you go. There you just there you go. I wonder what the the inspired casting of Clawful from Masters of the Universe. What I understand, you just use Clawful because you really hate Masters of the Universe. Well, everybody hates Masters of the Universe. (laughs) Not everybody. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It had a pretty good run. But um, Matt Rubin asked, but what happened to Clawful? Did they eat him? Yes. Yeah. He's, he is delicious, sumptuous lobster meat. So yeah. butter all over it, man. Come yeah, on. Take leftovers and mix it in some mac and cheese. Come on now. Yeah. Mm-mm. Clawful. He was not bad. <laughs> he was delicious. 
He was delicious. Hey, hey, Bart's going to take you up on that offer. There you go. Oh, Brock, right there we go. Uh, I'm 6'6", six, six, have an Air Force flight suit, but I am not cosplaying Lady J. Well, you know, it's your loss, man. Yeah. It's your loss. It's very liberating from what I understand. Uh, lobsters are only red once they've been boiled or, you know, maybe, maybe a flamethrower. Who knows? But anyhow. So, so Clawful was already hurt right. by the time we got to him. He was already prepared. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if he was prepared, <laughs> but he was cooked. Uh, Bearded Megazord warns, don't knock the fuzzy shorts. Welcome to the show. That's a, a new name, too. So uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, don't take Mark's hatred as, uh, I mean, it's a G.I. Joe show, so it's not going to come up very often. Well, and you, and you might be new to the show because Mike broke that story months ago. Those aren't fuzzy shorts. <laughs> <laughs> not shorts. No, <laughs> not at all. But uh, Absorvid's hard at work at the next batch. So I, he's he's shown me some of the the snippets that he's put together, and um, and there's 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 some good stuff in there. It's, it's quality stuff. I hope it's called Revenge of Weberaptor. <laughs> I haven't seen anything to that effect yet, but um, we'll just say that the cameos keep coming. Oh, call that a teaser, right? First up, December eighth through tenth, Steel City Con happening at the Monroeville. Convention Center just outside Pittsburgh, PA. You get all the ticket information at SteelCityCon.com. Uh, guests include Kurt Angle, Alec Baldwin, Peter Billingsley, Nev Campbell, John Cleese, Giancarlo Esposito, Pam Greer, Rose McGowan, the comedy stylings of Matt Rubin and Bart, mm. Keith Sutherland, and of course, not Dylan McDermott, but no. definitely Dermot Mulroney. That's like having Robert Gibson, but not Ricky Morton. And many, many, well, they're not so much a tag team so much as they're constantly confused for one another. Same guy. Yeah. Right. Oh, so it's like Ric Flair and Buddy Landell. Okay. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as Bart says, uh, see him for free hugs. Ooh. And that hug will get you a 0% discount at the door. Uh, Beta Ray Bob says the character isn't Weber Raptor, but Rapcho. <laughs> All right. I'll go with Rapcho. I think that's cool. <laughs> Rapcho. Oh, God. That's putting some respect on his name. Like he's got a title. Right. We're, we're, we're trying to, uh, we're trying to make this a thing. <laughs> you know, the crying shame of Steel City Con is. What's that? I will be in central Pennsylvania on but leaving on friday the 8th yeah whoever come on yeah now. i'll be in mechanicsburg just saying sean, at mechanics con right thanks for the super chat sean here's my contribution to rob's final expenses <laughs> no <laughs> i hope they go unneeded <laughs> man mike theoretically what would you do with all those batman comics uh I have no choice, really. They they have to. They would have to go off to the to whoever wants to pay the the lowest bidder for both. I just you're not going to build a fort with them or anything. I could. I, I would do that for a while first, but I have enough to do the lattice build. So, Ooh, very nice. Uh, which what's on Joe Mind shirt will Andrew Galgan be wearing? That's a good question. We'll leave that for him. 
but uh, I think we found the Buddy Landell fan club. Right, we have Firefly says Buddy Landell, one of the greatest wastes of talent ever. He was a fantastic wrestler. Um, uh, Rob is in the chat tonight. He says, "Well, everybody oh. gets ice cream at the funeral." Well, okay. Rob lives, right. so watch your mouth. If if you were coming here to to dance on his grave, a little too early. Not so fast, my friend. And Phil, unfortunately, the ice cream is rum raisin. <laughs> More rum than raisin, but cool. You know, if they're doing it right, yeah. Or hood ice cream. Oh, <laughs> is, there's there's some dairy company out here called Hood, and it's just terrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there's another sponsor we can mark off. Right. Just to check that one. Hood. Nope. <laughs> Rob counters with rum raisin be damned. Cut his mic. <laughs> so he'll cut your mic. Right. Uh, Nomads Wandering says uh, Batman Comics, four words, open market going rate. I'd be here for years. <laughs> years. I don't want to move one long box, let alone one issue at a time. Live Facebook auction, so good. Here's him fighting. I don't know some werewolf thing. Uh, Andrew Galgan says, uh, "Plug the damn show shirt." That's what he'd be wearing. Uh, Matt Rubin, speaking of what's on Joe Mind shirts, my neighbors were staring at me while I was collecting the mail. Then I looked down and realized I was wearing the thick in the crotch, bro. That's how it's done. Gotta save that for church on Sunday. Right. All, all those shirts, by the way, still available at our T Public store, the What's on Joe Mine swag shop on T Public. Um, are they are they still doing? Are we still having like holiday cyber sales? I'm I'm checking the T Public thing right now, so we'll, I'll I'll give right. you up in a minute. I don't think so. I think everybody missed their chance at 40% off. If Oh, no, no, still going. Still going. I mean, if, if Rob's along for the ride, and I'm happy to see him still breathing and typing, I wonder what he would take as a minimum offer or buy it now for a 100-plus beachhead collection. Just, you know, theoretically. I mean, he's no fool. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, actually, uh, what's on Joe Mine t-shirts currently – just $15 on the what's the public store. Uh, bargain at twice the price. Uh, up to 40% off all the, the, the what's on Joe Mine merchandise you can carry. Link down below uh, to the T public store, the what's on Joe Mine swag shop. I've totally lost the window that the show is going on in. There we go. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, good for another five hours. Uh, Agent Chuckles is correct; it expires tonight. So uh, do it tonight, mm -hmm. or don't bother. Don't bother doing it. Well, or do it wait, anyway. Or wait we, for the next sale. Our cut is the same either way. We get two bucks a shirt, regardless if you buy it on sale or you buy it on full price. Doesn't matter. Uh, so I think there's a couple of shirts Matt Rubin doesn't have yet. This is the night for him to buy them. Yeah. That's uh, but, why we're we're swimming in it because of that that fat deal that Mike's agent works for us. It's not just shirts; it's stickers, it's magnets, it's coffee mugs, it's wall art. I mean, who doesn't want almond tits Walmart wall art? Right. right? You get seventeen cents for every sticker you buy. So let's go. I, I think fifty cents. Well, that's even better. Fifty cents stickers and magnets. So 
check it out. Link again, link down below. Buy our shirts. Next up on the calendar. We don't have a sound for that. No. Uh, New Jersey Collector Con happened in the same weekend. <laughs> that is out at the Cherry Hill Holiday Inn in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Eight to four both days, I believe. Parking is free. And uh, Mark, what is your joke this week about the Darth Vader lightsaber? No, just uh, uh, the irony is amazing because I can't wait for the next slide because I will be in New Jersey on uh, December 9th. <laughs> <laughs> on our way back from Pennsylvania. So I yeah. could I could be making the tour. Right. Will will you be at New Jersey Collector Con? I will not. Gotta get the boy home. We're doing a uh, we're doing a college visit for him uh, in uh, Pennsylvania. So forget it. Forget Ro that. Road trip. Boys night out. Oh, it's gonna be a good time. Get him out to New Jersey Collector Con, buy him his own Megatron that he can destroy. That's not a bad idea. Right? Maybe see how much I can sell the bag Omegatron that I have. <laughs> Torpedo Mike asks, Rob, uh, does that many comics warrant their own wing of Wayne Manor? Uh, yes, because currently that wing is called our living room. No. It's kind of like it's it's its own shelving at this point. Look, it's right here. Bag Omegatron. <laughs> Bagatron. Right? What does he transform into? Shame for my son. Long, long story, long story, tiny. If you missed it, young Derek once decided to take one of my transformers to Christian camp without asking, and he took G1 Megatron, which looks like a pretty damn legit pistol, put it in the bottom of his, of his backpack, and it was smashed to pieces by the time he got it there, and was probably better for it. Would have been a better story to get the call about my son. And the Walther he smuggled into Christian camp, but doesn't yeah. doesn't say that it's a transformer. He just says that it's his dad's. Yeah, that's dad's. <laughs> Does he know you have it, son? No, no. And this is how many years ago? Oh man, he was ten, maybe. All right, so like seven years ago then. Yeah, something something like that. And I made him uh I made him pay for it. We, we went like going market value and I made him he had to work it off. He had to buy me a uh masterpiece Megatron. Because oh, I didn't want another G one Megatron. Unless it's a pistol, it's a pretty rotten toy. Really. It's, it's an awful, awful yeah. robot. It's really bad. So but the the, he's behind me actually in that masterpiece case. The, that man, the replacement Megatron, sweet. Yeah. So, yeah. Original mass, uh, original Megatron is, you know, he's got that notoriously poorly pra placed trigger. Right. Uh, it, mm. Depends on who you are. Right. I mean, <laughs> he, like, he liked it. You're Megatron and you're pretty sweet. Right. But uh, Phil Donnelly disagrees, says that Masterpiece Megatron is pretty terrible too. What? Uh, so Phil apparently doesn't want to be our 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 guest host anymore. Give me give me ten seconds. Hang on. There we go. I have pulled us out of community calendar. That's how that's how much this is. I mean, <sighs> I'm giving you the window, Mark. 
There you go. I beg to differ. I, I don't know what else you need out of a Megatron there, Phil. I, it's whether the right if his transformation's a little wonky, that's one thing. But that's par for the course on a lot of masterpieces. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, he's hard to change, but he turns into a, a slick gun, and that's a pretty damn good robot. So, as somebody who owns masterpiece tracks, some of those transformations are a little fiddly. Yeah, that's true. Woo! But as my friend Donald Blake would say, I say thee nay. Right. I mean, it's Megatron. He just needs to stand there and be a robot, menacing and. Uh, Phil says 20 different cuts across the barrel to make a transformation work. And the original Masterpiece Megatron is a chore to transform. Well, Phil, nobody says that cool stuff happens easy, man. I don't, I don't. And this is speaking from a guy who worked on Transformers. I don't care. On a Masterpiece level, I don't care how many steps it takes, right? right. If it looks brilliant in both modes, that's a win. And for a guy like Megatron, who turns into a damn pistol, more power to him. Love the masterpiece line. Uh, Steve Young, former 49ers quarterback, says, if Phil's out, can I have his position? Unless it's pulling Megatron's trigger. Uh, send us an audition tape. We'll see. Yeah. It's it's Phil, then Joe Montana, then you. That's how right. it works. I think Always. Steve Bono is in the mix. Bono's behind you, yeah. He's in the mix. And behind him, ironically, Sonny Bono. Weird. <laughs> Steve Bono. Steve Bono reference on the big show tonight. Everybody uh, mark your bingo card. It, and just to help you guys out, if you had Dave Craig, he's in too. <laughs> so that's New Jersey Collector Con. That is uh, Saturday the 9th and Sunday the 10th in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Get yourself there if you're in the neighborhood. Great show. Same weekend, uh, on Sunday, December 10th, Toy Man Show happening in my old stomping grounds, St. Louis, Missouri, just north of town in Bridgeton, out by the airport. Five bucks gets you in the door. It runs from nine to two. Early bird gets you in at eight. That's $15. That's when all the deals happen. Mm -hmm. uh, parking is free and plentiful. Uh, hugging Dave Draper, of course, priceless. Uh, gets you a 0% discount at the door uh, if you show up to hug Dave Draper. Machinist Hall, uh, its uh, address is up there, so you can always pause the video and, and mark that down if you're close to St. Louis, Missouri. Toy Man happens 10 times a year. This is the big Christmas show, uh, so they'll be doing door prizes and extra special stuff, and it, it's they really do the Christmas show upright. Uh, so if, you, if, you, if you're around St. Louis and you never get to Toy Man, fix that December 10th. Yeah. Uh, get yourself to this Toy Man. I, you know, ironically, funny, funny enough, I, I will not be there. No, but Sonny Gray will for three more years. So good for him. He will. Yes, that's, yeah. a, that's a new deal done today or agreed to today. I don't know if it's done, but uh, Greg Augustine, happy for the 49er name drops. Tom Rathman. Well, he, he, I mean, he was he was special. I Anytime you get a fullback that can actually do stuff. I'm yeah, happy. it's true. I was I was I was a Rathman guy, despite not being a 49ers guy. You who I was, I was a John Taylor guy, right? Because Rice was amazing, but Taylor right. was really good too. He right. got really John overlooked. Taylor was he was a, a a number one guy on any other team in football. Yeah. Only he happened to be on a team with Jerry Rice. Never complained. And uh, Roger Craig, who went four years without blinking, which is awesome. Okay. Still a record. That's a lot of sailing. Yeah, big time. 
Uh, Firefly asks, if you buy a bunch of stuff at the Toy Man Show, would it be a machinist's haul? Ooh. Rimshot. Yeah. And yes, it would. In fact, I, I believe Dave Draper has made that joke before. But um, Greg Augustin had a business class with Jeff Garcia in college. I was at the Monday night football game. 49, the fading 49ers coming down from their title levels again at the Cardinals. Cardinals were getting better in Arizona. And they were like, this is the year we get them, baby. We're going to get them. We're going to get them. Yeah, that was Steve Young's last game. And Neus Williams got him on a corner blitz. And it didn't even look like much. But that was the end. And I'm like, I don't even know who the backup is. Who's Jeff Garcia? Well, he was uh, pretty good. He was pretty good. We, didn't, we had no idea at the time. And that was... End of the game was like an all-out blitz. They had to get a first down, and the Cardinals blitzed everybody. And who's the Nebraska running back who, oh, man, this is the worst kind of radio, right? I can't remember the guy's name. He's the one the Rams drafted, traded Bettis away to draft, the one who hit his old lady Lawrence. in college. What is it? Lawrence Phillips. Lawrence Phillips. Phillips got the ball against an 11-man blitz, and he beat that first level and ran 90 yards for the touchdown. And every Cardinal fan in the building did the water boy. Oh, no! We suck again! Or, or that naked gun. That was it. We're going we're gonna to tear up Steve Young. You actually knocked Steve Young out of the league and got beat by Jeff Garcia and Lawrence Phillips. So, hey, Look, turns out getting beat by Jeff Garcia... Not really a slight. But Lawrence Phillips. Look, he had Jeff Garcia throwing him the ball. Not that time. He had Jeff Garcia handed him the ball. Anyway, Firefly says he's 43 and has no kids. These dad jokes got to go somewhere. I Un saw, saw a shirt that had a Venn diagram, the two circles, and it was dad and jokes, and the overlap part said, where the magic happens. <laughs> uh. I also saw one that had, bank robbers and DJs overlapping and the overlapping portion was uh put your hands in the air <laughs> <laughs> I uh I I have one on my Facebook page it's my my banner photo it's a it's a duck with a keyboard and a beaver with a, a guitar and then in the middle is a platypus with a keytar so, <laughs> Uh, Greg Augustin asks, any plans for eternal football? <laughs> you know, what? given the popularity of football, it might actually have been a better thing, but I can spin in my own head, and I actually do believe that Ted Williams would, he wouldn't hit 400 today, right? But he'd still be an all-star and an MVP-level player today. Right. With, with modern training and video, uh, you know, scouting and all that. I'm not sure that I believe that a 1940s football player could play in today's NFL. I, I um, think, yeah, there's there's very few. A couple probably, right? But like, I think Jim Brown plays whenever you play him. I think Marion Motley plays wherever you play him. Right. Um, but yeah, there comes a point when when those guys just they just weren't big enough or fast enough. Yeah. I think the old Washington quarterback, Sammy Baugh led the league in punting, passing, and defensive interceptions one year. And you're like, that's all well and good. But I think that's a little less about the incredible versatility of Sammy Baugh 
said a little more about, eh, whatever, just play him. He's fine. I, look, quarterback doubling up as a punter, I'll I'll just I'll give that all day. That's fine. Yeah. But you don't see that see that quarterback quarterback no, combo no, that no. often, right? Not, not past high school, no. Yeah. So good for you. If you had Sammy Baugh on your bingo card, mark it off. Toy Man Show happening December 10th. Be sure to get out there if you're around St. Louis. It's worth the trip. Same weekend, same day. That's a busy weekend. Week, Not next weekend, but the weekend after. Uh, SoCal Joe Show happening December 10th. Uh, this is the one with a Phil Donnelly sighting. Mm-hmm. Almost baked in. Uh, that is at the Embassy Suites in Temecula, California. How do you get to Temecula, Mark? Uh, you, go, you take Fountain and take it all the way down. Because the the three oh the three seventy nine is jammed as usual, because of arson apparently. Because because what else you know yeah. why not? Mm-hmm. But uh, they always do a great job with uh, exclusives, uh, hand handmade type exclusives, not not mass produced. But they, it's it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Be sure to check them out on Facebook and get all the details as far as what's available this year at the SoCal Joe Show uh, that is happening. December 10th. Get Brave Stars autograph. Hey, Steve Steve Young's got another question here, and I don't know the answer. Whatever happened to the Transformer Specialist? There it is. Steve Young asks, whatever happened to the What's on Joe Mind Transformer Specialist? Grumpy guy from back in the day. Which one's that? I, I, I'm going to guess that he's going to, he's talking about Gary grumbling about robots. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, if you want a transformer specialist, I know a guy. Yeah, I uh, I think somebody on this show used to work on the Transformers line. If you like that combiner's war combiner wars line, that was that was me. And if you didn't like it, I think you're wrong. Keep moving. But um, cheapest big spender. Uh, thank you so much for the super chat. Can't talk football without Ray Finkel. That's the truth. Laces out. Laces out, Dan. Laces out. But uh, Phil says it's the 15, guys. The 15. Take it too far one direction, you wind up in Vegas. That's not too far. Too far the other direction, you're in Tijuana. Also not too far. So there you go. Take the 15. Just take the 15 in general. It's always good advice. I like that Torpedo 83 says he wouldn't want to be tackled by Ditka, who was a tight end. It shows you the kind of respect there is. Right. I, I think it was, I think he means uh, Dick Butkus. For, oh, there we go. Fun, funny story. Uh, on the old McFarland Toys message boards, which I moderated, we couldn't get people to stop using the D-I-C-K word in reference to each other. Right. So we made it get covered up by asterisks and stuff, like a bunch of other swear words. And then we actually signed Dick Butkus to a contract. <laughs> Wrote up a story and posted it, and it covered up his first name. <laughs> first time we added up. Whoops. Had to go fix that. <laughs> so we just went back and made it like capital D dot ICK. That's fine. Let it go. He was hip with all that internet swag. You know, he was a surprisingly entertaining Twitter feed. You know, yeah. so you give him that. He's a bad man. When I said his name a couple months ago, both my kids laughed. They'd never heard it before. And they were like, Pfft. and I'm like, yeah, whatever. One of the baddest creatures to ever step on the gridiron, but 
right? Giggle, giggle if you want. That's I think it's part of what forged him as the most fearsome Probably. player of his day. Probably if the if his if he'd have been born to the Thomas family and they'd have named him I don't know Eugene, he probably never would have even played football. But right, that little butt kiss had to get out some uh, frustration. <laughs> it made him hard, right? Yeah, oh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I never read that story. But I'll take your word for it. That's what we got for community calendar. That's that. Thank God, that's all we got. Right? For calendar. Man, those get longer and longer now that I'm getting out and about visiting shows. Right, and and and, it, and mind you, that's not a statement about the shows. It's because we just we're 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 clearly tired, aren't we? Yeah. Clearly tired. So uh, yeah, that's it. That was the MacGuffin device. It alters the fabric of reality. Community calendar. That's my favorite right now. Remember, if you've got anything for the community calendar, be sure to hit us up at that email that you saw on the screen. What's on Joe mind at gmail.com. That's where we take all of our correspondence. If you've got, uh, you got a custom you want to show off. What's on Joe mind at gmail.com. You got a letter for the, for the cast and crew. What's on Joe mind at gmail.com. We have all the other cool social media stuff down below. I, it, it gets to be a little much to manage sometimes, especially with Facebook and Instagram, not being real agreeable uh, as far as messaging goes to business accounts. So make sure if you've got something that you just absolutely have to share with us, what's on Joe mind at gmail.com, make the extra click, write the email. That's the best way to get your content on our happy little program. I'm double clicking all over the place. There we go. I'm trying to answer the Morgan Lofting Spaceballs question of Agent Chuckles, and I'm not finding anything on it. Okay. Speaking of Spaceballs, didn't Morgan Lofting do the voices of the Jawa things? Um, I couldn't tell you. I don't know. She was a voice in Total Recall. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm going to have to go deep into the cast listening, though, to figure out. Yeah, not finding it. I just remember that's the movie where Schwarzenegger starts with Sharon Stone and ends up with Rachel Dakotan and seems happy about it. I don't know what to tell you, Mark. Just tell you it wasn't realistic. The early 90s were a strange time. Yeah, it was. What do you say we get to the news? All right. Oh, Morgan Lofting as additional voices. In what? Total Recall. All right. Well, there you go then. That's that not much respect. I mean, Andy Armstrong was Richter's henchman. That does not answer the Spaceballs question, but... It does not. Um... Draws Walker asking, "Will there be a holiday Staff Sergeant Seanug shirt?" Uh, probably not. We're we're we're. I'm not going to add any more, any more uh, designs to the T-shirt grid for a little while. You gotta you gotta buy the ones that I have up there first. 
Uh, Diana Davis says that Frank Welker does the voice of my neighbor's dog. Well, <laughs> Frank Welker does the voice everybody's dog. Yeah, that's true. There's a dog in a cartoon. Frank Welker is its voice. Uh, cheapest big spender notes that speaking of space balls, Star Wars is a cheap ripoff. Of space balls? Sure, I'll go with that. Okay. That's defensible. Anyways, coming up, we are uh, right on the end of the backer kit for uh, Legends of the Hidden Force. Just two more days. Uh, the backer kit ends on the 30th. Credit cards are charged on the 1st. Uh, we are just a, a few. It's not 12 backers anymore. I forget what the number is. Uh, away from unlocking Master Ayakashi, uh, the founder of the Harai. I can't. I'm sorry. It's like, I've <laughs> talked about my glasses and this screen before uh, I'll spare you all my old man rantings. Uh, but be sure to check out our episode 256 and special edition 84 for more of the details on the characters in this, or you can go over to the Kickstarter page or I'm sorry, the backer kit page, which is, you can see there on the screen. Uh, even if uh, you're, you're not going to pledge. If you give a dollar, it, it just in the tip jar that counts as a new backer. Uh, so that helps them get to that new figure unlock bart with a comment maybe of the year i don't know if you can put it up but quick though uh, craig cohen thank oh. you again for joining us he's off to bed it's been an emotional day sir we understand have a a good rest of the week uh do your best to to see the positives i'm glad that you were already able to to reminisce some of the good times about your dad so best to you craig but uh you had something something from bart yeah, I don't. I don't even know if we want to go there now. But he's got a valid point. Right, right. He. The, good question. Why is there a penis by his name? I. The only answer we don't know. Not our graphic, man. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. I. I, I think if you go and back the campaign, maybe uh, answers are available with with payment. Yeah, he comes with a he comes with a pop up book. Uh, Firefly says they need one backer. Someone please donate a dollar that hasn't pledged. That doesn't sound like too much to ask. You got a buck laying around. Uh, kick it over that way. Unlock that figure. <laughs> That's our fans. Uh, Steve Young asked, is there ever going to be a What's on Joe Mine convention? I tell you, it is it, not long ago that we made appearances at conventions as What's on Joe Mine. Uh, so that's that's a, a not the worst question. We used to be at JoeCon every year doing panels. Uh, we we made over to uh, to the UK for rollout roll call three four times. Uh, you know what? Best thing you can do. Uh, don't ask us about a show because we ain't got no money. Mm. Um, but if you want to see us at a show, if you want to see us as a guest, contact the show you want to see us at. Worst they can do is tell you no. Worst thing they can do to us is say who? Yeah. But we, we get that a lot. Whatever. Right. Not your problem. Yeah. But the worst thing they can do is tell you no. Is say, you know, send them a link. Say, hey, we want these guys at your show. Uh, we think that they're damn entertaining. Send them a link to our channel uh, and so on and so forth. Do all that cool stuff because that, that's the only way that's going to happen. Uh, we don't get to invite ourselves to other people's shows. Um, Lord knows there's there seems to be a precious few gi joe specific shows on there for us to attract the attention of um but uh but if you have any other ones 
hey, man, if they'll get us there, they get us some gas money. We might just show up. That'd be cool if we invite ourselves to other people's shows. We'd be at the Oscars. Right. <laughs> dressed casually. <laughs> I, I believe that's called seat warmers. Yeah, we could do that. Right. I Look, I would love to do that. Just be just picture of me sitting next to somebody famous. Right. I'd be, I'd be like. Anyways. <laughs> so uh, we have no answers uh, to the to the uh, the knee penis. Nope. But that is available to you if you are the the one pledge that they need uh, to unlock Master Ayakashi. Uh, be sure to check out if you haven't already, or if you have, make sure you go back. You got everything you need. Check out the Legends of the Hidden Force backer kit closing November 30th, just two scant days from today. Do it now. Next news item. Do, do, do. Hey, Cobra's Super 7 uh, mothership still going. Uh, still $4.95 plus shipping. And then a, a bunch of other money for other figures. Backer count as of yesterday, 1,446. Uh, which means it is eight further along than it was last week. <laughs> um, we call that progress. Yeah, I, I, I guess it, the, it, its count is creeping up like our subscriber count very slowly. At that rate, it'll fund on December tenth of uh, twenty forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, it's um, Dustin Jeffrey says still at fourteen forty-six. So I feel vindicated now but um yeah it's um i i do think that there is one like if we get past the first of the month and we're still sitting in the 14 1500s uh, i don't think this is going to happen but yeah. if everybody's waiting for that last turn of the calendar into december i mean if you're going to back this thing no time like the present yeah um uh, Agent Chuckles notes that forcing yourself in other people's show is my job. <laughs> um, again, nothing against the the Cobra Mothership here. I'm I'm obviously I'm I'm I've said it every week to this point. I'm not in just from the standpoint of money and space. Mark is in. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you want to make the the honcho happy, be sure to tell all yeah. of your rich friends to buy a hundred. I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm never going to tell somebody else how to, how they should spend their money, right? And this was not an easy yes, but yeah, I'm in on this. I'd like to see it happen, but I think you'd have to be far more optimistic than I am right? to, to think this is likely at this point. Yeah, I I, uh, I have to say that my optimism is, is somewhat waning. Yeah, my I, optimism is pessimistic. Yeah, like even two weeks ago. I'd have thought, you know, it's yeah, maybe if there's just a big push, and and truthfully, if I, I think if we don't see that big push next week, there we're we're at zero chance. Yeah. So there you go. But uh, again, you can check that out at Super Seven's website if you want to know the details. If you're on the fence, if you know somebody who might be interested, if somebody's got seven hundred fifty bucks with all the bells and whistles to to spare, by all means, uh, go for it. Um, looks pretty cool. I, I hope it doesn't mean bad things for Super 7 if it doesn't fund. Um, but 
I, I, just a huge ask this time of year. Huge. I think just waiting until after New Year's when people start getting their tax money back, I think it would have made a big difference. Yeah, and there's there just hasn't been any energy or marketing to the campaign along the way, right? Like updated photography or something, right? Just to keep kicking that tire a little bit. Right. Daniel Rodriguez just tipped the hidden force, so hopefully it helps. There we go, Daniel Rodriguez. Not all heroes wear capes. There we go. That's one more. That's a plus one. Let's let's uh, hopefully we get that figure unlocked. Maybe I'll maybe I'll post something to Facebook later tonight. Hey Bart's got the most important question of the night. Hey Mark, how's that barbecue doing? Who doesn't love a barbecue fresh off the Weber grill? That's what I'm talking about. If you or someone you love wants a figure that's not real good, that may not be what's actually advertised on the outside of this closed box, then Rapcho is your hookup. Holla, if you hear me. Look, in, in fairness to, to Slaughter's Marauder's Barbecue, or Mad Marauder's Barbecue, as you will. Yeah. It's a good figure. Mm. It's just, one, it's it's barbecue with, with no unhelmeted head. Yeah, so in, weir in weird colors. Right, it, with a bad paint job. Yeah. So, or Or it might be a headless Captain America. You don't know. This one came from something online, though. So this wasn't from the store, so it's less likely to be a return job. But you know, oh, and um, Mark, would you be tempted to include Headless Cap? With, no, with the purchase of Slaughter's Marauders Barbecue. No, Headless Cap's my jam. I got to find a different head to put on him. To right. well, I mean, I, I know you have a helmeted barbecue head you could put on him. Yeah, that's not a bad idea, right? I just need to find a really terrible head and put it on there and claim that it's a selfie series. So, <laughs> which is what they, they killed that, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I, anyways. Yeah. It's been dead for years. <laughs> it's barbecue without an unmasked head equals a bad. Well, yeah. I wouldn't, again, I wouldn't say a bad figure. It's just, just a figure where there's a missed opportunity. They did a logo, right? They they did a trademark thing, found out they're going to call it Mad Marauders. And there are other traditional Slaughter Marauders, Slaughter's Marauders figures they could do, Spirit, I'm thinking of. Right. Low but there's been no even whisper of a follow-up to the subline, right? Right. So there's the re pretty real feeling that this might be one and done. Well, maybe. I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, Spirit's out there, Low Light's out there. Mutts out there soon. Uh, no sign of Footloose yet. Yeah. The other one? I, I didn't collect them. I don't even know. Oh, I guess Sarge was the other one. Yeah. So, anyways, Diana Davis notes that it's kind of a shame a guy named Weber doesn't have a barbecue or doesn't want yeah. to have a barbecue. Hey, Dennis Fleming, if you want to send me 20. Uh, he says he'll send you give you twenty for barbecue just to put him and you out of your misery. It's gonna be it's gonna be like ten bucks to ship though. Look, man, I, I think at this point you can eat the shipping. Yeah, but is the gag worth ten bucks to keep him here? That's the question. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll you, talk. You know what, Mark? Uh, ship shipping is free. The show will eat the the cost. Ooh, of the shipping. look at that. You tell me what the shipping is, and I, I will I will reimburse you the shipping. So you're that tired of the joke. <laughs> From the what's on Joe mind. Yeah. Look, 
look, it, it has its place. And Lord knows I love me a good running gag. But yeah, yeah. if somebody actually wants to buy it, I wouldn't I wouldn't say hold up on that account. Well, I wouldn't want to deny the Fleming family the Merry Christmas that <laughs> they're obviously planning. But uh, Dennis notes that the cat needs to sign it. Okay. Uh, just, put just seven scratches across it and we'll call it good. Just get you, get you sign it with like the gold Sharpie. I had a deal lined up for it and the guy wanted me to autograph it. And I said, I'll sign whatever you want on it pretty much. Right. You know, and uh, here's, here's the PayPal and then radio silence. Right. He got right to the edge, looked over the edge and went, yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah so viper scout's got our back on that one the, the sixth one is i'm trying to throw an extra guy in there but the, it's just sarge so sarge low light barbecue mutt footloose and spirit everybody's accounted for but footloose and not one of those figures in the marauders paint looked better than the original thing no not one so whereas night force my favorite almost everybody looked better eh. right almost yeah Tiger Force, and I'll give you... There's a lot of pushes in the Night Force line. Yeah, but there's a couple of big wins with Psych Out and Crazy Legs, right? I, Psych Out doesn't look good in any paint job, so I'm oh. not going to give you that one. But Crazy Legs, yes. You can't, you, you can't tell me... Yes. Yeah, um, you, you can't tell me Psych Out doesn't look better than his neon roots. I, I do like that he dyed his hair. Yeah. Got to grow up sometime. It's like, hey, you know, Mike's got real dark hair. I need to look like him. I think you figured if the whole night force was out there at the same time, the neon yellow hair was probably a bad call. <laughs> <laughs> I think I hear something out there, Viper Mike. What is it, Viper Mark? I don't know, but it looks like there's a blonde toupee running through the bushes over there. <laughs> Let's shoot him and find out. Oh God! Next news item. Do, 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 do. Hey, we got some some images that popped up earlier today. Uh, you know how I love them Tuesday news breaks, but yeah. it is what it is. Uh, images courtesy at preternia.com on Instagram uh, via Bees Battlegrounds. Bees Battlegrounds always with his ear to the ground, doing God's work. Uh, but looks like we've got uh, some upcoming releases. And more on that in just a second. But that is the 60th anniversary Army uh, G.I. Joe classified. And then we got Big Boa next to him. With an unmasked head, by the way. Why wouldn't you have Boa's expected head? Oh, I'm cool. I'm very cool with getting both, right? Right. And I have no problem with an unmasked Boa head, right. even though that never happened, right? I mean, but, a masthead barely happened. Yeah, cool, fine. But why wouldn't you have the masthead come on the toy? Because it would look really weird in the package, having this dude with the robot-looking head and then with a human head just floating next to it. I get that. Uh, I'm not, I'm, I disagree, homeboy. And I think that big boa head should be a little bigger if that's an actual helmet meant to fit on top of a full human head. Ah, ah. What? I, you can't hand wave that away. Eh, I just did. Twice even. It's like Iron Man armor. That's the exact same size as a human skull. Like, come on. Matt Rubin asks, could the unmasked boa head be a Falcon replacement? 
I don't think so. He looks kind of dopey. Uh, head it, over to check that out. <laughs> it, it ain't that hard to find a Falcon replacement. <laughs> Might I recommend Age Voltron, Captain America? And if you can find one on eBay that doesn't have his shield, you can get him for under 10 bucks. <laughs> uh, Matthew Matson notes anything is a <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. I put Lady J's head on him. Looks right. pretty good. Hey, good enough. Yep. Uh, Rachel Salita says uh, the 60th anniversary figure is fire. You know, I don't have any problem with it, but it does nothing for me. Uh, Steve Young asks, is the mask is an extra head or is it a helmet over the head? I think it's just an extra head. Um, you, you know, I, I, it's a great figure too. I don't know if I'm in for any of them. Um, it just doesn't fit with anything. It doesn't fit what I've got. I'm not going to sit and army build these guys. I don't need generic army Joes. Um, yeah, it, it's cool and all. I just don't know if I'm, I'm really in for it. Yeah, bearded Megazord with with a good point. It kind of looks like something that's already out there. Doesn't mean they shouldn't do it, but mm. I probably I think I scrolled past. Anyways, um, uh, Derek Holloman says I'd like to army build the infantry with Dusty and Desert Snake Eyes. Maybe also with the Vamp version too. He doesn't look like he's that color scheme though. Like, I don't know if that's a match. Um. Some anonymous guy says he might buy one of each. Ban that guy. Yeah, he's out. Ban them all. I think he's, I think he's typing in Russian. Ooh, Phil Donnelly's on top of this. Uh, did they give the action soldier an alternate head with a different ethnicity, but leave his fingers exposed? I, I can't tell from that photo. I haven't looked at it that closely. It kind of looks like it. But... So, Phil, check that out and get back to us. You're in the field today, Phil. Uh, Andrew Galgan, I want to like the 60th figure, but there's a lot of accessory use reuse for a figure that should be more special. I don't know about that. I I, I think this is one of those where um, we don't get it unless it's a lot of reused tooling and, and molds and stuff. So uh, I'm okay with that. Like if, if this is supposed to be the uh, a realistic type soldier, then fine, put them with the realistic type weapons. It's not there are only so many of them that are that are going to go around. Yeah, I suppose you could just buy this guy to redo all your <laughs> Wave One classified guys weaponry, and you're and you're off and rolling. Yeah, yeah. Um, he is real again. He's real cool. That's a, that's actually not a bad idea, Mark. See that 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 may have just made a sale marketing. But <laughs> somebody hire this man, right? Did we miss the part where Firefly said I was right about Big Boa? Uh, maybe. I, yeah. I mean, you're not. I waved you off. Yeah. You got this. I got me and Firefly. Yeah. Against the world. Yeah. He can agree with you on his podcast. Ah, uh, Phil. Now, now Phil's coming, coming clean. <laughs> Apparently, there are alternate hands. What was that? Yeah. Way to jump the gun, Phil. That's why Phil is a healthy scratch. That's why, and that's why Rob is an unhealthy scratch. <laughs> that's why Phil is healthy and still not on the show. Right. right He's actually trapped under his power pack right now. Proton pack. Sorry. Uh, Greg Augustine says, so that's a weapons pack for your old classifieds that comes with a figure. There you go. 
Yep, that's what Mark Weber says. Sixty bucks. That's, that's not a bad way to sell it. Cost you forty-five bucks, but whatever. Or well, thirty-five. So well, yeah, it's it's deluxe, right? Okay. So they said thirty-five. All right, fair enough. But uh, so, anyways, in conjunction with this, uh, there were some pre-order dates revealed on Entertainment Earth's drop zone last week. Uh, all these are going to happen. We're going to see them as of one o'clock Eastern slash ten Pacific. On December seventh, we get action figures uh, from Hasbro. Uh, there's some. Uh, I, I didn't bother to reprint the whole thing or, or take a shot of the whole thing. It, it's fine. Uh, but there's lots of puns about being an anniversary, so that's probably where the the anniversary soldier and sailor, or soldier and diver, go up for pre-order. And then on the thirteenth, uh, there's another weird one. Uh, again, that's where I guess Big Boa is going to happen, probably with somebody else. It's not like them to put one figure up on pre-order. Yeah. Maybe medium boa as well. Right. There's another There's another pre-order on the 15th, but it is probably Marvel, uh, just judging by what's written on the, the release thing. They, they Again, they get let, it's cute and punny, but it's not our cute and punny like dad jokes, so I, I'm not messing with it. Hmm. I only got so many, I only got so many graphics in me this week. Uh, thanks again, Sean Russell. Our honcho put the mark <laughs> in marketing. I have used that line more than once in the past. My favorite one is when they would hire someone to work on, on the brand who I, I had my doubts about and I would ask my remaining friends there. So uh, they would go, no, no, they're nice. Or, well, we'll see. And I would go, yeah, how do you rank them on a scale of zero to web? <laughs> uh, Jake Rose notes Pearl Harbor Day for the homage figure. Good point. Mm. Uh, Andrew Galgan says a uh, halfwayish point 69 watching only 32 likes. That is unacceptable. Come on now. Use your finger and click the like button for us. Come on. That's not even asking you to leave the site. Come on now. Uh, Rachel Salinas asked, wasn't there a female big bow in the comics? If there was, I don't remember. Sounds like a citizen sort of thing, but yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but right. I didn't care the the aesthetic choices he makes in regards to the troops. It was just a bad comic. Yeah. It was a, it was a mess. Yeah. And my whole line about gender swapping, you know, is does not equal representation, right? I mean, it, I'd rather it, I'd rather see new characters, but it like did it matter really? No. Not really, but I'm just like you just make new characters. Right. Can you imagine having that sandbox and being afraid to play in it? Come on. It's 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 G.I. Joe. There's room for another Joe. Absolutely. Larry Hama spent most of his last year at IDW filling the team with lots of new Joes. Mm -hmm. It Hot works. Sauce. Still works. Hot sauce. Still works. Multo. Right? Multo? Multo. No, multo. Multo. But, uh, he's, so, uh, he's explosive uh, uh, ordnance disposal and infiltration. He's multitasking. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Sad joke. Ooh. is Elizabeth. Even she didn't like it. She's used to it. Right. She's got to live with it. Yeah. Got to. Uh, I think. I think that's. Uh, we'll send our super chat money to Elizabeth this month. She's crying a little bit right now. Because she, she knows we're related. It's fair. 
That's fair. Don't forget Shooter. Yeah, Torpedo says, don't forget Shooter and Sherlock. Well, I mean, you know. I created Shooter. Well, not really, but first thing. Right here. Speaking of, holy smokes. Uh, Greg Augustine notes that Malto is a jungle warfare specialist. And he's writing the book, so I'm going to go with Greg on that one. Winner. So First anyway, Filipino uh, Joe, too, right? I Is believe so. Mm -hmm. uh, Steve Young asks, any speculation on any characters released with Boa? No. Tired first toll booth. Right. Uh, that's always the choice, but um, haven't haven't seen Heidner hair. I, I can't really make any heads or tails out of the clues that they leave for it, left for us on uh, Entertainment Earth site. I'm not worrying about it. It's happening in less than two weeks. I think my go-to response from here on forward, whenever it should be Tiger Force Soul Booth, I'm just going to say effects. He's the guy. Effects. It's not not gears. No effects. Gears right. sucks. Right. Effects. Sure. I'm not arguing that, that you're works. one or the other, right? That's like the Cyclops Wolverine thing. <laughs> effects versus gears really not 12 inch versus six inch right gears not versus. snake eyes storm shadow that's the dividing point for the gi joe fandom gears or effects i'm team effects sound off over there in the comments whether you're team gears or team effects we want to know somewhere out there there's evil mike has a goatee and 110 effects figures <laughs> He's a high roller, man. In fact, he, is. he is not cheap. Yeah. But um uh, <laughs> <Patrol> Saget. <laughs> or Sagat, I suppose. Sure, yeah. Sky Patrol Saget's a different guy. Yeah. Sky Patrol Bob Saget. Right. It's a rare thing. Right. Nobody wants that one. Anyways, uh, next news item. Team effects. Do 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 do. Hey, look, it's it's more from Hyatt Toys. It's Tiger Force Flint. Oh, no. There it is, Tiger Force Glory. I mean, good photos for what they are, but I... I ooh. Anyways, uh, there he is. He's part of the 118th Exquisite line. We just saw regular Flint a, a few months back. It's cool that Hyatt keeps rolling figures out. Yeah. I, I really thought that this would be one of those things they'd give us four figures a year they'd roll for two or three years and that'd be the end of it but no it seems like every week they're churning a, a new one out we had destro and baroness and this one feels like it got squeezed out let's be honest right right it's it's the first repaint uh that is an orange tiger force as as rob notes in chat there uh he is orange yeah and um that is uh really striped to it it's it's not a great look i can't say i'm a big fan here uh, but anyways uh retail price about 25 bucks it's an import so expect to pay a couple dollars more it is expected next summer includes shotgun a rifle pistol knife holsters for all those weapons a removable beret extra hands and terrible fashion sense um not to mention his display base <laughs> The, the striping looks like steroid veins, right? Yeah, it's it's just, it's too many. It's too much. He looks like he's about to turn into Altered Beast somehow, right? <laughs> like, 
he's 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 Zartan coming out of coming out of the camouflage effect, right? If this were brown with legitimate looking traditional striping, I would have said, "Yeah, not for me, but for your Tiger Force fans, cool. It doesn't hurt anything." But this actually hurts things, right? It stings yeah. the eyes. It stings the nose. Actually, it smells <laughs> like gasoline. Right. <laughs> This is not good. Yeah, it's 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 not not great. It, no, a a must for completionists only. I think uh, it's close. If they'd have made the vest a little bigger, like big enough to cover the rest of the entire figure, <laughs> they would have been onto something here. But right, yeah, no, this is bad. It's 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 not it's not good. It's Again, all, all apologies to the folks at Hyatt Toys, but. There, there's a way to do Tiger Force Flint a little better than this, and maybe maybe that would have been the way to go. As Keenan Thompson once said, "Hey man, it's a thousand floors of terror, a hundred floors of terror, and can't all be winners." <laughs> this, uh, this is not close to David S. Pumpkins, though. This is so bad. Yeah, this is. It, any questions? <laughs> oh, next news item. Do, 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 do. Hey, that's it. Look at that. End of the news already. Uh, you can see there Chonky Tank Kitty and his Meowler Tank. Uh, catch all the Chonky Tank Kitty news on the G.I. Joe 3D Printing Podcast. Uh, as uh, hosted by our, our good friends, uh, Mark Gerwig from Mark 2 Design. As you can you can see, catch him a couple episodes back with his giant two-man shark. That's making the rounds on short summer. But um, we we have a, an off-topic discussion going on in live chat that should probably just cool down. Uh, take it take it to your own private messages. We don't need it here. That's probably so, my probably my fault. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah, whatever. It's always your fault, Mark. No, I'm just saying fifty percent chance this week. <laughs> Normally, I have worse odds. <laughs> so, uh, what do you say? Uh, we'll come back in just a second. With uh, after a quick word from our good friends at Kokomo Toys. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. All right. So again, as we advertised, uh, there's not a, a ton to fill a, a lot of time with. So we, we have some extra time this week for Ask Us Anything. Mm. Uh, and I guess if you, you, you have any questions about the show, I'm as good as uh, somebody to ask. Yeah, any questions about stuff that maybe happened at Hasbro? Uh, this other fellow over here, Mark, Mark Weber, he's a pretty good guy to ask. Um, as we've got the, uh, we've got super chat open. So we we're going to give those first precedent. If you have a few dollars left laying around to help support the channel, we don't do those very often these days. Uh, but there it is. Um, um, uh, again, we have a, we, we have a discussion going on in live chat that maybe needs to stop so we can focus on asking us anything. Um, that is that is the second time I've asked, and I'm going for the button next. So don't care, 
Stop. Take it to yourself. There we go. Uh, Diana Davis asked, when is the saga of, of Saf Sarts and C-Nugs and the gang concluding? Is it you, I, you know what? I have no control over that. That is not something that I've got to... I've got any any say over. I I, I receive those videos from Absorb Vids, mm -hmm. uh, and then I I watch them once, and I show them to Rob, and we laugh at them a little bit, and then I put them on the show. So we would we wouldn't want to constrict his artistic vision, but six issues to go into a trade paperback would probably be fine. Right. Hmm. Right. Uh, Matt Rubin says I'm pretty sure Kokomo Toys. Is like the temple of holy Gra the holy grail. It it kind of is really. We uh, Rob and I were just there last Wednesday. Uh, they probably got Rob the, his uh, his plague, and so we've I've have a, a pretty good haul from mostly from Kokomo Toys to show off at the end of the show. Uh, Andrew Galgan, Mike, what do you think or want to be the next level for what's on Joe Mind? I really wish I could get to a point where there was more time to work on shorter form content. I think that's a big key to growing what we have here as a channel. I think we have a wonderful core. Uh, we have a good bunch of folks who show up week after week after week. Uh, but it's a slow way to grow a channel. Uh, I think if you can get stuff out there that's in the 15, 20, 30-minute range a little bit more often, that's that's an easier way to do it. But that is just not conducive to my schedule the last few months. So that that's what I think next level is. I, I would like the opportunity to spread my wings with the and and do a little bit more short video editing type stuff and and it's just it, the, the opportunity just isn't there i want to go back to audio only no no <laughs> that won't happen well i mean you wouldn't want to you don't want to waste this i mean <laughs> question for rachel salinas weber any hmm. idea why the falcon and viper gliders or the apc never got revisited during the modern era i mean i don't have any insight as to why they didn't do it uh i would assume the, the gliders was simply that they didn't didn't believe they had a, a better mousetrap because the gliders were the first really disappointing toys of the line, right? Great concept, but how quick did they all break? So, <laughs> or, or how fast did you realize that they didn't fly? Yeah, I mean, like, if, if you think about it, if you were buying the toys and opening them and playing with them back in, in the day, in the, in the 80s, I can't think of very many toys of, of the vehicles that are even the figures really, but vehicle wise, I can't think of very many disappointments ever. Right. I was disappointed in the silver Mirage because it didn't hold together. It's kind right. of basic need. Uh, the battle force fortress didn't fit together. Okay. That was a problem. Uh, and the gliders ripped and broke and, and, you know, didn't fly terribly well. So, other than that, for the for the hundreds of vehicles they put out, almost all of them structurally sound and fun to play with on whatever level. Made good on whatever promise you felt the box made or the commercial made to you. But those probably four are the the problem children. So I don't, I, I'm I'm just going to guess that on the gliders. Never really heard anything about. Uh, the APC ever being in the rework seems to me like it would be the kind of vehicle you, of size that you could do. Cause it's mainly hollow. Right. Right. There's not actually that much plastic to it, given the size of it. So I don't know. You know, I, I, I think you could have done, I love the APC when I was a kid. 
Um, but never heard anything about it. And when I was, when I got to spend some time on the brand, we were limited to what tooling had still survived. Right. And it, that was one of the, one of the biggest heartbreakers of my toy career was starting on Joe and Daryl sharing the document with me that showed the available tooling and it would break your heart. Like they, they did almost everything. I think the only notable vehicle that they had the tooling for that we didn't get that hadn't been re-released or we didn't get re-released and there were plans for it was the hammer, which is a pretty damn good toy. And I'm sad we didn't get that out. It was, it was, and what was that? 2000, uh, when the, when the line rebirthed and with the, the non O-ring Joe's at uh, GI Joe versus Cobra, we got a hammer. Yeah. It's a great toy. And aside from some problem with the, the size of the foot peg <laughs> down on the bottom to fit uh 25th, if you wanted to, but that was the last sets of, of vehicles that we were going to put out. We were going to put the hammer out again against, I think maybe a Rattler, a, some kind of funky, like all black Rattler or something like that. And then we had that one. And then we had the, the one that I'm still mad about. We were going to do a polar uh, stinger, a white Cobra Jeep to go up against an Arctic dragonfly. Oh, nice. And the battle we were going to bring, I was going to put two, I think, two flexible rubber tow cables that would fit your old Mauler and old uh, Wolverine. Different color, though, different color, so there'd be no confusion, but actually stretchable that would fit on because no one has a functional tow cable from back then. And you would use them to hook on to the hard-to-find piece of the mass device. That's what the Dragonfly was going to be winching up with the help of the tow cables as the Polar uh, Stinger showed up. And I'm really mad we didn't get that set out. That white Dragonfly was pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> swear jar firefly for the hot show there's a rumor with legs that says we're getting more 118th joe from hasbro next year I, whatever legs any thoughts on whether they would do o-ring or four inch uh, i'm gonna guess that's modern build at this point i'm gonna I, I would just guess that it would be four inch uh just because of the tooling library there's not that much left over from three and three quarters so it would be a lot harder for them to do three and three quarter o-ring simply from a tooling standpoint so I haven't heard any of that. Uh, not that I'm digging, right? I don't, it's funny, man. I've, I have maybe 20 people left at Hasbro that I would consider friends. And I don't, I don't pick at them for info either. That's why we're still friends. Right. So, but I've heard no inkling of that. I'd, I'd love it, but I haven't heard any inkling of that. Yeah. I, I, I don't know where that's, I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but. They don't talk about this stuff. People, people that try to fool you by saying they have an inside tack. I mean, Hasbro guy is sitting right over there week after week, and he'll tell you they don't get to talk about anything. Mm -mm. So the very few times I've asked about anything, I'll ask somebody and say, hey, I'm going to ask you a question, and if you can't answer, just don't just to say can't answer and totally fine, but I have to ask. And it's only if, the, if it's something critical, right? Like I asked somebody when the first uh, classified photos came out, is the Baroness going to have friggin' purple hair? <laughs> and was told, you know, we wouldn't let that happen. 
Okay, good. Appreciate that. Because obviously it was in the works at some right. point before someone pulled the emergency brake. So, but I don't, I don't, unless it's something critical that I have to ask. I, I don't, I don't harass anybody. I wouldn't have liked it if someone harassed me when I was working there. So, right. Uh, Dr. No Good asks for next year, what do you want to see a GI Joe classified? Uh, for me, I, I can't help but have the feeling that, um, like as far as momentum goes, this is probably the peak right here. Um, and you know what happens at the peak, right? Like there's, there's nowhere else to go, but you can cruise along at the top for a while, uh, but there's nowhere else to go, but down. Uh, so like we're running out of, of real A-list type characters and, and, and guys that'll really drive sales. So I, I'm just hoping that we get more favorites in the line. Like I, I, I would like to see classified footloose. I'd like to see classified flash soon. Uh, we, we know flash will probably come along at some point footloose really haven't seen any kind of indication about, uh, and there's few others we could sit and, and list them off, but that's if, if there's not going to be anything absolutely new and groundbreaking, um, just more of the same, I guess. I, I, I hope vehicles work out well. Um, I'd like to see a few more of those. I, I have a feeling that um, they're not going to ever be a huge part of classified, but anyways, we'll see. Um, again, it may, maybe that's a little bit of the tiredness talking. Maybe I'm a little bit of a pessimist, but you know, we're, there's no, there's nothing to drive GI Joe and media as big of a hit as this line is. There, there's no successful movie. There's no successful TV show. There's there's just nostalgia. And that only takes you so far. Like there has to be, there's a comic book that's great, but comic readership is not what comic readership used to be. Mm -hmm. So that that's fine. That helps fuel that same nostalgia kick, I guess. But these guys, they all look the same as they did in the 80s. There's nothing new being that's driving. So I, I hope if we're just going to keep getting the nostalgia push, then we get more favorites. I want to see new characters. I've always said that. Wolf Spider's a good start. Let's see a lot more. Uh, the right. Mole rats, I guess. Maybe, maybe, maybe a new a new Joe that new, uses new parts. That yeah, oh, that'd be cool. But but right. the, the big the biggest thing, if, if you're going to grow the brand, because you're not there aren't there's no nostalgia growth, right? Anybody who would be interested probably is or has found it or has had it thrown across their radar by a buddy by now. You can't grow any line um, with youth at all without some kind of digital presence, be it a, some kind of web comic or digital shorts or a really interactive website or something like that. They just there's they've shown no interest in doing anything like that. Right. And even when I was running, running a brand that was rolling, I would always say, look, if you're making, if it's a straight collector play, even with a huge fan base, say like transformers, right. It's still a sink that's slowly losing water, right. You could swim in it for quite a while, but not forever. So I know it's hard to reach harder to reach kids today with toys than ever ever but if you're not even making the attempt then you're actually you know you've already bought the bought the lot right right for where your brand is going to be buried if you're not even trying 
So they're not my favorite brands, but Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers figure out a way to keep resonating with kids every year for 40 years or, or most years. Yeah. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Almost. Like you, you get some, you get some brief hiatuses with Ninja Turtles as they reset things, but they, they make it happen. They're pretty much evergreen for 40 years. And so right. that's, that's where I'd love to see G.I. Joe, but it just, I, what they're doing right now is great. works for me, but there's not much growth available there. And there certainly any, isn't any long-term upside. Uh, cheapest big spender, Mike and Mark. Think Hasbro will make a classified red star and your thoughts thought the vintage figure was pretty good. I, my thinking is uh, putting a Russian figure into GI Joe is a tough sale right now. Uh, so I wouldn't expect it. Yeah. Not going to, not, not going to happen right now. Even done correct. Even if you thought about it and went, we want to do this, but what's the best way to do it in the current environment. So you had red star, a former Russian general who is now working with the GI Joe team. And you tried to, you know, stiff arm it away a little bit. It just takes one guy at Rolling Stone or whatever to write, huh, a real American hero now uh, supporting the war in Ukraine. That's all you just need. That's the headline, right? Right. So they're, they're not touching that right now. It'll be a long time before they touch anything like that. Yeah, nowhere close. Uh, Diana Davis asks, has there been any news on the Snake Eyes game I've missed? Not that I've seen, but uh, game developing can be a slow go. Um, uh, Andrew Galgan, uh, Mark, seeing as accessories this year, both new and older ones with new figures have been far softer. Uh, would you think that th was a factory using new material or Hasbro switching factories? Um, I mean, it's a cop out, but it could be either. <laughs> right. Know? Don't know, but yeah, you, you don't want you certainly it, it isn't a safety thing, right? The it's they've checked it already to see how sharp or pointy the weapon is. Uh, that's what the engineer guys are for, the QA guys are for. I'm sure they don't want it to be you know metal solid, but they don't want it to be bending like a Twizzler in right. the package either. So it's right. a it's problem. Luckily, and I'm. I, yeah, I believe every accessory you get should work with your figure forever. But I'm not as concerned about it because if you need a new gun for your guy, Marauders has been killing it for years, right? It's not hard to find the weapon of your choice uh, if you really need to swap it out. Right. There's there's any number of... of um, who's the... Um, uh, well, I mean, we had, we had Mark Gerwig on, uh, Mark Do Design. There's um, Gridiron, uh, there's Voliverse, there's 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 any number of places you can get great weapons and and yeah. and not you know it it sucks that you have to make the extra expense but you know if it if it bothers you then go for it otherwise get the boiling water out and try to try to bend it back into shape on your own and and sometimes that works too yeah. Uh, Jeff Butler asks, is there a good story idea that could rationally use the Slaughter's Mad Marauders outfit? No. <laughs> uh, Dr. No Good says, what good 90s vehicle did you like, Mark? Well, I was always a sucker for uh, planes and copters. So I, I'm not saying you have to like these, but the ones that I liked, 
Uh, and I bought these after, right, when eBay was first hitting in the late 90s. And I had a little money for my first job. So I went back and back collected. I loved the Retaliator and uh, the Skystorm. And uh, I'm a huge fan of the Updraft figure. I think he's one of my top 10, which is hard to say for any figure from that era. Loved right. Updraft. And I loved the, the Cobra Hurricane. That's a slick looking DTOL that that if it had come out earlier in the run and gotten play on a cartoon big time, a good right. cartoon, the Hurricane would have been every bit as popular as the Rattler. I fully believe that. So th those are my three. What about you, Mike? Not, 90 was a really good year for vehicles. I've, I've said that more than once. Um, and and uh, you picked pretty well the same winners that I have uh, in, in that regard, too. I mean, the Hammer was a 90 vehicle as well, and that's that's mm -hmm. another good one. It's a little oversized uh, compared to the rest of the line, but is it awesome? Yeah, it's still yeah. pretty cool. So, um, yeah, they, they, they by you know, the 90s gets slagged a little bit, and, and um, you know, the colors don't do them any favors, but there's really still a lot of solid design work going on. Uh, with the toys that came out those years and just again a little blinding sometimes yeah a little weird some other times but but still some good work and i like my stuff generally the more realist military realistic stuff but for kind of funky futuristic the avalanche was awesome yeah I dug that snow tank so yeah it was it was neat yeah for what it was i mean it, it i didn't mind it when when uh um I mean, it's supposed to be futuristic military, right? So I didn't mind yeah. it so much when things started looking a little experimental. Yeah, and the snowcat was so kind of beefy real that I liked that the avalanche looked like the Tesla version of the snowcat, right? right? I think that's cool. Almost a 2.0. Yeah. Uh, Matt Rubin says, I thought the O-ring figures being regulated relegated to the, the G.I. Joe Transformer line. I, I don't know about that. I think that those were just planned in advance. Those things can take a year and a half, two years or more. And, and we're just seeing them come out now. I, I, I just, I, I don't think that there's anything to read to, in between to uh, this. They said they put the O-rings on hiatus and we've seen a couple of those transformer sets come out since then. It's just cause those, they take time, you know, it's, um, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't know how much there is after those. Um, and truthfully, I, I don't, I don't need an O-ring line that does exactly what was done before. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's cool that they did. They made some changes to Zorana. Yeah. Soundwave set. Like, that's great. I like that the, 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 the Sky Striker set, you know, the, the, the HasLab set gave us some, some figures in different outfits, some new figures. Mm -hmm. I mean, Ace, fine, but you, Ripcord was new. Scarlet was new. Uh, uh, Failsafe was new. Uh, we, we almost got ketchup and mustard. Mm -hmm. They'd have been new. So there there was lots of new stuff there. But, uh, you know, besides that, not too much. Yeah, uh, I don't think I'm in on that Soundwave uh, Thunder Machine without the updated Zorana. Because I passed on on the His Tank Megatron and the Aw Striker. Because God, we've had enough Aw Strikers. <laughs> uh, Bumblebee. I, I just decided I'm not going to collect these. And then the Thunder Machine, I think, is is better than the first two, just as a toy. Soundwave's awesome. And then, but the the Funky Zartan and the updated Zorana, 
that definitely tipped me over the edge and went, yep, I'm in. On, on a line I had previously said I don't need. Uh, Jake Rose asks, who decide when figures go on to, or who decides when figures go to discount? Read, Mike. Uh, Hasbro or retailers? I found 50th at Ross. I found more 50th at Ross than Toys R Us and more Stalkers, Tomax, and Zaymont at Ross than Target or Walmart. That is mostly the retailers, but they are reacting to uh, the distribution from Hasbro, if that makes any sense. Uh, basically, uh, they assign a, a skid number that corresponds with the UPC, and once Hasbro sends word that they're not going to make that particular UPC anymore, that sends a message through to the retailer, and the retailers can decide at that point, hey, do we want to keep this at full price, or do we want to cycle it out into clearance? Um, most of the time, they'll keep it for a little while and then just, just move it on. So um, basically, if something goes to clearance these days, it's because it's not being produced anymore. And none of that, none of those decisions ever came back to the brand manager during my time at Hasbro. And I can't imagine that has changed. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously Hasbro is going to make the decision how much to produce, but it's just once it's done, retailers can do what they want with what's in their in their stock yeah and that's that, that's done by the planning the planning department basically and they're they may not have any idea who gung-ho is right they're just looking at gi joe wave two x amount made da da da. put it into the number cruncher and there's your answer right i, I spent some time working for target in in logistics and um it just it, a lot of that depends on what they have in distribution on their sites. Um, say, you know, you you said Tomac, Zamont, and Stalker. Let's just take that wave. Say there's a ton of those sitting in my regional warehouse for Target. Well, they're not going to go on clearance for a while. But if there's none in the regional warehouse out west, they'll go clearance out west because there's no more getting to the shelves out there. So. It, it, it mostly it depends on the retailers and even then it's not going to be uniform. So clear as mud, I know, but that's, that's retail in today's uh, crazy marketplace. Mm -hmm. uh, Nick Dunham asks, whatever happened to that Amazon series that was supposed to come out? I'm presuming you mean the, the lady J vehicle. My nothing. I, I would say safe to say it's dead on arrival at this point. Um, if it happens, be surprised, but don't don't stay up late waiting for details. Yeah. Um, Between when when that was announced and now was this thing called the Snake Eyes movie? Right, right. Or yeah. the Snake Eyes movie was released, and yeah, it, it killed a lot of momentum. Yeah. Uh, Greg Augustin asked, "Would Hammer get any kickbacks for figures made from his creations?" I think I heard Blaylock get some for Kamakura. Uh. Probably not. Uh, my guess is that, um, well, you know, I'm going to take, I'm going to step back from that. I don't know in regards to the characters he has introduced in the last couple of years. Uh, but as far as the, the traditional Joes that were introduced back in the eighties, he didn't have a whole lot to do with designing those. He wrote file cards, uh, but that was all work for hire and, and paid for then. As far as the Multo Sherlock waves that had have happened in, in recent years. Couldn't tell you. Don't know. And when I was there, there were no additional royalties attached to any character that, that I worked with or was aware of. I didn't know, but I don't think I made a Kamakura. So. 
I, I don't. They didn't tell me not to, but I had I had two new items a year, so. Right. There, there may be different rules attached to him since he first appeared in the comics. So right. tough to say, it, it, you know, I, I don't remember him ever saying anything about the Baroness and that was a similar case there. So, uh, it was a different world back then. It was the eighties. Um, Rachel Salinas asked classified Don Moreno. Why is Hasbro continuing to ignore this character? Excellent question. Got me a decade and we've only seen what the the bishoju statue right which was you know it wasn't bad for what it was it wasn't bad but i don't need a cheesecake 18 year old ninja pose yeah it it just yeah yeah i don't know why they're avoiding it because the only the only tangible reason i think you could have was well we don't want to confuse anybody right like we don't want people to not understand that this isn't snake eyes. Why is snake eyes a girl? Da, 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 da. But eh, maybe that might've kept it away around the movie release, but there were years before the movie release, right? When they could have done it. I just, I don't know. It makes no sense to me. Uh, Chris Farney asked two questions. Do you think Hasbro will ever try 12 inch Joe's again? And can we please get definitive vehicle tier lists in 2024? Uh, 12 inch Joe's again, tough sale. Uh, last time GI Joe launched, which was what 35th anniversary or 50th anniversary. There were some really great 12 inch sets that went out and just died on the shelves. And I, I, I just, I I have a hard time thinking that those are coming back, especially the way folks today have, have decided that six inch is their scale. Right. don't understand um because you just got to have all your toys in the sandbox at once i guess all the time which again i don't understand but deviation getting any kind of deviation from that has been tough enough let alone doing something that's twice that big uh, and has removable clothes which are an extra expense and all kinds of super detailed gear which is an extra expense so i i i don't think it's happening anytime soon there'd have to be a pretty drastic shift in collecting habits as far as definitive vehicle lists sure i i have some ideas where we want to go with those tier lists we got to get through the figures first and we're we're getting to a real dry part of the line on those <laughs> you have to forgive us on a, we we like i don't know if i have it in me to roll through definitive tier lists for 92 93 94 all at once. Like we may have to just combine those up and do some highlights. Might be fun. I don't know. I, I don't think that'll be fun at all. I think uh as far as 12 inch shows, I think you could maybe see one as a pulse exclusive honorary something or other, or maybe a Haslab kind of thing. But right. nothing at mass retail. Right. Uh, I think that ship is sale. Right. Or if if it if at mass retail, you know, collector outlets as a one-off perhaps yeah and nobody nobody was loved the 12 inch scale more than daryl the priest right but i think at the last jokon or maybe the second to last jokon someone asked him when are we going to get more 12 inch figures and he was it wasn't i think it was at the booth wasn't at the panel he was really honest with him he said we put out a damn good 12 inch line and people didn't buy it right. so when are you getting new 12 inches half past never Pretty much, like I was surprised at how at how uh, 
no. borderline blunt he was about it, but he wasn't wrong. No. And so, and I know it wasn't, he was, he was nice enough that he wasn't, he wasn't pointing the finger saying, and you guys didn't support it because those guys did, right? Those guys in the room, right. but, but his basic ex explanation was we did the best we could. We put out a very credible 12 inch line and it didn't sell. So there you go. Uh, Dennis Fleming asks, uh, Mark, what is the lag time between a real new concept uh, or and and uh, on the shelf or a repaint on the shelf? I, or like, what's the, yeah. how long does it take to get a repaint out, I think is the question there. And, I mean, it's kind of a misnomer, right? It would be like, oh, I don't know, some, say they put out a new, a new Joe in A Real American Hero number 304, whenever that hits next year. And it's it's Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? It's that hot. You're seeing him. He's getting referenced on late night talk shows. Everybody wants him. It's a big deal. And you have to get him out as quick as possible. Okay, well, yeah, it would be quicker to build Frankenstein him out of other stuff. But there's a lot more to it than that. And it's so rare that it's a rush to get anything done because everything is planned out so far in advance. And without any kind of entertainment you really don't get lightning in a bottle like that, right? There's almost no reason to hurry. Right. So, and most everything at the factory level is based on when they have time to reallocate their production lines to make whatever it is you're going to make. So it, there is a question of how quick can you get it sculpted and, and, and that kind of stuff. So it is quicker to, to repaint it, but it isn't, it's so rarely a question of that, right? Like I, I never remember them going, you know, yes, we can do that Nexus Prime or whatever on Transformers, or sure we can do a scrap iron, uh, but a repaint will be out faster than a new sculpt. It, it, it didn't never generated like that, right? It was almost always more of how many items do I have this year, planning out your line at that point. And then figuring out where you wanted to allocate what new tooling you had. So, and it was done so far in advance, it was never really about saving time. It was allocation of resources. So for me, when I, when I was on Joe, it was great. I get two new items. Well, where are we going to use those two? And really, can I get our three pack out of it so I can stretch that further? Because three new, three new figures is still only one item if they're packed together. If I have the tooling to make three new figures, more than likely it's one new figure and two new heads. That's what I can get out of one of my two items. So it was, it was especially at Hasbro, it was almost always, eh, you know, what do I have to spend on, on Joe, at least transforms. I had a lot more items right. back at McFarlane. When we were doing sports figures, it was more like, Oh my God, this rookie has 50 homers how quickly can we get them into the line, right? That's right. that's where it was a little more trying to catch it. But for, for Hasbro, they don't have that kind of lightning in the bottle unless they have something new to, you know, some kind of entertainment promoting the brand. Andrew Galgan recommends uh, adding alcohol to the tier list making to make it go down smoother. Uh, that would be quick, quick after quick evening. Martini Viper agrees. Dustin Jeffrey says, do a shot for each private. We would be out and by we'd be unconscious, all of us, within half an hour. That'd be such a good show because I'm such a lightweight. 
from an alcohol perspective, I'd be sl- the first sloshed by far. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Uh, we do know that Joe would be back for that show. Right. And that she would be the last one on the air. She'd have to be because she'd have to hit the buttons. Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's let's roll. Uh, thank you so much for your questions. We gotta we gotta get this thing finished up. Mark Weber, mm. what'd you get in? I mean, it is still I'd say it a dry spell at the uh, Weber household. Uh, I'm hoping uh, Christmas and my friggin' birthday make up for it as we roll into December. But I, I got nothing to be proud of. Don't you mean your friggin' birthday and Christmas? Pretty much. I mean, if we want to go both in importance and chronological order, yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> why everybody rushes out on your birthday to get to mass. That's it. Because, you know, Christmas is the secondary day. Telling you. <laughs> My birthday sucks every year. I can't wait to see. The only excitement is waiting to see how much it sucks, how it's going to suck this year. Well, we, we do have a, a segment to run here in, in, uh, mm-hmm. in what we got in. So here we go. Yeah, if you tuned in last week, that's a big jump. <laughs> yeah. That was a 120 last week. Uh, so, yeah, we're up to 127 uh, because uh, Rob and I have – we went up to Kokomo Toys. We rampaged through Kokomo Toys. Uh, I got a couple more through eBay. I went to another shop here in town called the Toy Pit. Picked up another one. Uh, this is just uh, this is this is mostly the past week. Um, one of those beachheads came in is is number one twenty from two weeks ago. Uh, past that, we have of course the the um, Chunky Tank Kitty and uh, the the uh, the MC, but uh, we have seven more beachheads, uh, four of them from Kokomo Toys. So if you were heading to Kokomo Toys looking to buy an 86 beachhead, uh, as the great poet Buster Rhyme said, hua, I got you all in check. Uh, we got a couple of, of uh, Toxo Vipers up there, and we got an iceberg with uh, questionable scuffing on and paint, and we got Slaughter's Marauders Footloose, which is a figure I never had before. Diaper. And he is in wonderful condition. Diaper. Mark is wrong, but he's allowed, he's allowed to be wrong. We accept that sort of thing on this show. Is his diaper intact? It is, uh, but you can't break that thing. Not with that's a. True. That's true. You took a ball peen hammer and a chisel to that man's waist. It's not cracking. The only original Joe from the Real American Hero line made with adamantium. Yeah. Right. So, um, but yeah, I, it was enough of them that I, it would have just been dumb to wave all those figures in front of the camera. So I just took a, a hasty snapshot and put it up on the screen there for everybody to quote. Where 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 is it there? Enjoy, and uh, but yeah, big jump in the numbers this week. I like the class photo shot, uh, and I particularly like Huey and Dewey on the back right. I hope you can find Louie this week. All right, uh, Andrew Galgut asks uh, wh- Mike, when is the beachhead intervention coming? I, I was joking with Rob about that before we went on. I said, ah, uh, I'm out. <laughs> I'm done. 127 is the number. That's it. Everybody, 127 is it. It's not it. You're not done. It's not it. You're not done. Vi- Viper Scout says, I count eight beachheads. I know. I told you. 
seven of them were this week. Right. One was last week. Come on now. Reading is fundamental. Come on now. Yeah. Listening skills. Come on now. Uh, on top of that, we had some some fun come from Hasbro Pulse. Ooh. Or no, I'm sorry. No, this was Target. Uh, Ooh, boo. You didn't get them. But uh, I got my, my Python Viper. Or Python Officer, rather. Yeah. I got two of those. Yeah. And... Um, and uh, and Python Copperhead. Wouldn't yeah. he look better with just a regular head and then the helmeted one off to the side? Hey, look, anytime you have a character that has uh, just a helmet stuck on there, it doesn't matter if we didn't see their face before. It It's an opportunity missed every time. And then we've got the, the Python uh, Trouble Bubble, which I'm wondering why I did that. Yeah, it's kind of banana death from above, but okay. Right. It it was really more for the televiper. I'm kind of undecided on the the bubble. You might be able to just sell the bubble. <laughs> um. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. See, Andrew Galgan knows. 127. That's it. No more. Mike lied. That's <laughs> correct. Absolutely correct. But um. Yeah, it's uh, it was it was a, a busy week. We had a lot lot going on. We got to uh, roam around town. I was off last week, so uh, lots of time to get out and shop. And we took uh, we got to see Todd and Amber and the staff at Kokomo Toys and take them some donuts as we're wont to do and time is free and and uh, all that other good stuff. But um, Mark Weber, mm. shout outs. I mean, shout out to the family. It was Thanksgiving. It's a time of thanks. We always appreciate that. I, uh, oh, I found, uh, there's like four or five people from my high school I completely lost track of, and I found one of them this week. So uh, to my high school math buddy, Brandy, uh, nice to reconnect. Uh, I hope things are going well. Uh, other than that, you know, life rolls on. Hey, to the, there, uh, here we go. To a third grade kid who I won't name, uh, because of you know privacy reasons, that's clearly they're watching. Yeah, I was uh, I was subbing for a gym class this week, and a kid I subbed for this third grade class a couple weeks ago, and this kid runs up to me today and goes, "Mr. Weber, Mr. Weber, I wrote a song about you," and I'm like, "Let's go, <laughs> lay it on me," and he went. Mr. Weber, Mr. Weber, Mr. Weber, man, I'm like, oh, this is going to be terrible. <laughs> but I, I didn't shut him down. I let him go. So, Mr. Weber, Mr. Weber, Mr. Weber, Mr. Weber, you're the best gym teacher ever. And then he just cracked a big grin, and I just went, that's amazing. And then he, then he busted a couple of verses out from the Doobie Brothers' Music is the Doctor from 1990. It was so cool. That was... <laughs> So I was I was floating on that cloud for most of the day, and then later in the day, a kid says, "This is great." When it's it, this was a, like a first grader goes, and I I uh, subbed for them before, so he knew me, uh, and done gym before, and he said, uh, "Mr. Weber, can I ask you a question?" And I'm like, "Oh, I can't wait to see where this goes." First grader, what's going on in that brain? And he said, "Why are you so good at soccer?" And I'm like. This is why I do it. This is why. 
And this then, is why I'm a sub teacher. That was the day he taught those kids that nobody's fast on the ground. That's it. it so there you go. So to the first and the third grader who gave me the, the ego boost, I so righteously deserve salute. Michael Johnson says that uh, he thinks the classified retro beachhead is being created specifically or exclusively thanks to me. Um, I, I don't think so, but I, I, I'm certain I'm not, I'm not going to collect those. I, I, I keep joking about it, but I'll, I'll get two. I'll get one to keep on the card in that case. Uh, but that, that's it. That's all we're doing on those. By the way, one man. In case you don't know. Mr. Weber's the best. Says Daniel. Daniel. There's at least three kids who think I'm pretty rock solid. None of them related to me, by the way, but. <laughs> but to Daniel and the other two, there we go. Pubbing me up. Poncho Muse Soccer Genius. Yeah, and that's for that's from a, a grizzled veteran from the uh, public school era. So, yeah, I appreciate that. What else you got, Mark Weber? That's it. That's uh, the the kids, the family. That's plenty. I'm a I'm a blessed man. There you go. Uh, give a, a shout out to our good friend. Uh, HCC 788, who precedes our show most weeks. I don't know if he did this week. I was too busy doing show prep. Um, I did not get a chance to get over and catch his live show before, but he's usually on Tuesdays at 8, uh, preempting Chico and the man. Uh, give our, a shout-out again to our friends, at, uh, wonderful friends at Kokomo Toys, to Todd and Amber and the whole gang. Uh, we'll sing the theme song real quick. It'll just be a duet this week. Kokomo, Kokomo. Kokomo, Kokomo Toys. Kokomo, Kokomo. Kokomo, Kokomo Toys. Stop. Don't sing that. Harmony. Yeah, it wasn't very good. I prefer the Mr. Weber's great song. Maybe next week. <laughs> Give a shout out to Racktime Rob, who is under the weather this week. Uh, a late scratch from, from the proceedings. Uh, still, we somehow managed to fill two hours with that. Uh, shout out to all of you folks watching in the live chat tonight. Thank you so much for joining us week after week after week. If you're catching us on uh, replay, we love you too. Uh, but regardless, uh, how you're ever you're doing it, if you're here on on YouTube with us, be sure to click the little thumbs up button down below uh, for for like. Or I guess I think that's the way for that one. And then the, the subscribe button, the big red brick over on that side. Uh, we're gonna grow this as much as you let us. So uh, you got to interact with us for for us to beat their algorithm. Uh, be sure to leave a big boy comment down below. Not just a live chat comment, but a, a big boy comment down there. Uh, with whatever whatever you're thinking of uh, regarding the show here, we got we we talked about a lot of stuff. React to it. Uh, just just don't be a dick. Um. Uh, Diana Davis, uh, shout out to her mother who had a heart procedure today, and to Cullen who brought her a tree. I mean, who who doesn't love trees? Everybody it a, loves trees. It was, a, it was a redwood too. That guy's a monster. Right. That guy. I mean, Cullen's the man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, give a shout out to uh, all the folks uh, paying attention to our. Podbean stream. That's still a good 150, 200 extra listeners all the time there. Uh, be sure you, you take a minute, make your way over to the YouTube page, subscribe to us there just so we, we have a good handle on, on who we're catering to. Even however, however you get us, wherever your 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 podcasts are gathered, uh, we're more than happy to provide that to you. But uh, please do us a solid, throw a few extra clicks on there and and, and get subscribed over on YouTube. But um uh, shout out, of course, to 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 you, Mark Weber. Thanks for oh. and to Racktime Rob on what might have been his last show ever. 
Well, uh, like last week would have been his last show. So, well, he was here typing. He gets uh, some some credit. Yeah, he's probably dead now. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Something's. What's that smell? <laughs> I don't ask that question. Fair well, enough. I never like the answer, so I just. Fair enough. But uh, <laughs> as our friend Vagon likes to say, "Hey, uh, stay safe, and if you can, be careful." Be sure to join us next week for another episode of What's on Joe Mind. We'll be here Tuesday at 9.05 here on the Superstation, uh, just after Atlanta Hawks basketball. And before Kroll. <laughs> Fine, Phil. <laughs> it's got that throwing star spinny thing. Dude, that's the, that's the glaive, man. Put some respect on its name. If you say so, man, I did. So I'll give, I'll give the glaive, the, the orange Cassidy thumbs up. Boo. That's what I'll give it. That's what I'll. <laughs> when, when are we going to talk wrestling? Oh, uh, I mean, at some point. Best in the world. Right. We'll talk to you. We'll talk to you about after the show about that sort of thing, <laughs> but uh, that's it for us. Uh, be sure to join us next week on what's on Joe mind Tuesday nights, nine Oh five. Be here or be square. That doesn't rhyme when you say it that way, but we're we're going with it anyway. Uh, have a great rest of the week. Good night, everybody. Beer.